You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guest, Sam Dunham, Director of Operations for Plastic Pallet Pros. Saving on cost is always top of mind for companies who rely on shipping bulk regularly. And for a lot of these companies, the traditional wood pallet is a necessary component that comes with the job. But can a careful look at the utility of the plastic pallet reveal not only cost savings, but a boost in sustainability as well? Sam Dunham, Director of Operations for Plastic Pallet Pros, joins us to tackle some industry myths and show how businesses can actually save by putting it on the plastic. Joining me today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast is Sam Dunham, Director of Operations for Plastic Pallet Pros. Sam, thank you so much for joining the show today. Absolutely. Thank you. It's great to have you. Welcome, welcome. Uh, Sam, if you would do us a favor, introduce yourself to our audience. Give us a little bit about your background, what you've done in the industry, and what you're currently doing with Plastic Pallet Pros today. Sure, absolutely. Um, as you mentioned, I'm Director of Operations with Plastic Pallet Pros. You know, our company has been working with pallets. Actually, we started in the wood industry close to 25 years ago in the in the wood pallet business, and then uh, started working with plastic pallets probably in the neighborhood of seven, eight years ago, somewhere in that range, um, and uh, started Plastic Pallet Pros. We saw that really as a, as a market that was growing and felt like it would be an area we can serve our customers well. Yeah, now let's get into that because uh, when anybody thinks of pallets, probably the first thought is is the wood pallets that you see everywhere. So what makes Plastic Pallet Pros different from your competitors? Ah, that's a really good question. Um, and it's something that we, we actually take pretty seriously. One thing we noticed when we started working with plastic pallets, started working with different manufacturers, different companies, that, that quite frankly, the service level was, was challenging. Getting calls back, getting answers to your questions, and getting someone that was interested in doing more than just selling a product just wasn't out there much. And we really feel like that's one of the key differentiators that we bring to the table is, is number one, we're going to answer your calls. We're going to answer your chats. We're going to get back with you quickly. And we really view our job not to sell a pallet or sell a product, but to solve a problem. Our job is to help our customers resolve their challenges, find solutions, and because of the nature of our business, we're not limited to one manufacturer, one product, one solution. We're pretty creative. We can get outside the box. We have no problem looking for creative solutions, even custom solutions for our customers. And, and just using the resources that we've developed over the years and the relationships to do that. So we feel like we just provide a much higher level of service, a lot of added value, and, and just you know, a very solution oriented and customer oriented in our approach to business. Okay. Uh, now, speaking of uh, those challenges, what are some of the challenges or some of those potential solutions that drives your customers to plastic pallets? Well, I'll tell you what, things have changed. I mean, we've been in the wood business for a long time. One thing that we've noticed over the years and just a little history on, on the wood pallet, the, the standard 4840 wood pallet, it hasn't changed much. Um, the price actually hadn't changed much in, in many years, but yet costs continue to go up. Labor costs went up, material went up, um, transportation costs went up, but the pricing really didn't. And what that what that did over the years is it drove a lot of wood pallet manufacturers to cut corners, to find ways to reduce costs. And, and the ways they did that, number one, was reducing the, the quality of material being used. They would go with thinner boards, um, thinner stringers, and, and number two, 
pallets have been repaired many, many, many times and they continue to stay in the market. So the quality of the wood pallet has degraded significantly over the last few years, um, but pricing really hadn't changed until really the pandemic hit. Um, then things changed. Pricing and availability, your costs went through the roof and your availability declined. As, as pallet shops, most of which are small, really struggled with labor issues. And it created a situation where customers were seeing three, four times um, the price that they normally would pay. Then on top of it, they couldn't get the product. They couldn't get the pallet. And when they did, the quality wasn't good. So the combination of those things really caused customers, um, companies to start looking at alternatives. And, and probably the second key driver was really the sustainability um, and green initiatives that so many companies have committed to re in regards to lowering their carbon footprint and finding sustainable solutions, whereas plastic provides a solution um, that, that kind of helps fit that bill. So when you look at a pallet made with plastic that is recycled and is 100% recyclable, has a much longer life cycle than a wood pallet, much more consistent in its quality, and now the pricing gap. Um, has, has has went away a little bit, so it's it's really driven a lot of companies to start looking at plastic as an alternative. We oftentimes kind of refer to it as you know the wood pallets, the eight track of pallets. It's it's just old technology, um, and you know, and we we don't really use eight tracks. They still play music if you put them in, but, <laughs> but they don't work as well as the options today. Um, so that's kind of how we equate like a wood pallet to a plastic pallet, and that's some of the things that are driving customers to plastic. Yeah, that sustainability initiative is is a key point for a lot of people. So, can you go into a little bit more how plastic pallets or bins are more sustainable or or green than wood? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think the first thing to consider is most plastic pallets can outlast a wood pallet by up to forty times, forty times more trips than a wood pallet. So, if you're you have the ability to reuse that pallet and get multiple trips out of it. The, the numbers start to really tell a different story in regards to what the, the true cost of a wood pallet is and a plastic pallet. This also results in less fuel and less waste. Fewer pallets are purchased, fewer pallets are manufactured, um, typically a much lower cost per trip than wood um, in those situations. And then there's a lot of wood that ends up in landfills that most people don't realize how much and how long it takes like for wood to decompose in a landfill. So just a couple numbers to consider. For a 4840 pallet with a, a pool size of, let's say, 3,000 pallets, we would estimate that the plastic pallet would create roughly six metric tons of CO2 emissions compared to 24 metric tons for a wood pallet. When you consider that the wood pallet would need to be replaced far more often, it could actually grow that CO2, CO2 emissions on the wood pallet to over 94 metric tons. So when you, when you really consider that, that life cycle of a plastic pallet, the fact that that plastic can be recycled over and over and over again, just to make more pallets and more pallets when it reaches its end of life, and the fact that its end of life comes much later, you get far more cycles out of it. It's just, it's just a better and more sustainable solution. Um, conserving trees by allowing like existing forests to live results in additional environmental so like 612 mature trees are required to make a pallet pool of 3,000 units. You know, replace four times over, you, you can remove an additional 259 metric tons of CO2 over like a 40-year expected life cycle on those pallets. 
is there something that you're seeing uh, going on in the wood pallet market that is uh, driving that interest in plastic pallets today? Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and as we talked about previously, just the, the quality of the core wood pallet that's being repaired in, in, in the market today is, is just went down so much. But what that's resulting in, it isn't just a pallet that doesn't look as well or has got a thinner border, thinner stringer. How that affects companies is when you have pallet failures, those pallet failures cost you a lot more than just the cost of that pallet. It's product damage. Um, it's, it's issues for your customer. Um, that you're, the, the same problems that you may experience in your warehouse with a poor quality or highly used wood pallet are the same problems you're passing on to your customers. So you've got wood scrap. Uh, we see all we see that when we go through distribution centers and warehouses, we see wood scrap, nails, broken pallets, product damage, uh, which can, can be very costly. Um, see people having to restack often. See loads rejected because of failed pallets. I've even been in warehouses where I've seen wood pallets in in racking, you know, 20, 30 feet in the air that are failing. They're, they're deflecting so much that the boards are breaking. Um, so there is liability there. Um, there. There's injuries. We've had issues with nails, you know, snagging arms or snagging an ankle as someone walks by because the, the thinner runners are harder to build with and they blow the nails out the side on the wood pallet. So it, it creates a lot of challenges, the quality issues with the wood that are driving people to look for a better alternative um, and that's just compounded by the fact that the companies are having a hard time even getting the pallets. And, and when they do, especially if they're buying a new pallet that's made with new lumber, it's costing them so much more than it did before. Yeah. Um, pallet failure and, and product damage seems like a, a pretty big deal. Um, are, are there other problems that, uh, that plastic pallets uh, can address a little bit better than, uh, than wood pallets? Just efficiency. You know, for example, a nestable plastic pallet. You, you can get 79 pallets on, on one of our pallets, on RM1070, in one stack. Whereas maybe a pooled wood pallet, you might get 16, maybe 18 in a stack. That same wood pallet weighs 50, 60 pounds, whereas that plastic pallet weighs 12. So when you have your people handling those pallets, number one, they're handling a 12-pound pallet instead of a 60-pound pallet. Um, and then the amount of space that that pallet takes up in your warehouse, in your trucks, makes a huge difference in, in, in regards to efficiency. And because it weighs less, you're able to put more of your product on the truck. So there's a lot of companies that they, they don't run out of room in a semi. They run out of weight. They max it out. Um, and when your pallet weighs 12 pounds instead of 60, that's, that's room for 48 more pounds per pallet of your product on that truck. And then, you know, so just fuel costs are impacted with that. And uh, it, it, can, it, it can just make a much more efficient and cost-effective solution in a wood pallet. Okay, well, let's get right to that cost then. Help me with the math here. How does a $50 plastic pallet cost less than a $15 wood pallet? It's a good question. And, and frankly, it's a misconception that most companies out there, I think, still hold, is that the plastic pallet is just too expensive. But when you really start crunching the numbers, it, it really isn't. So number one, if you're, if you're shipping a one-time shipment, you have no opportunity to get that pallet back, nestable plastic can actually be very comparable to the current pricing of a wood pallet. If you have the ability to reuse that pallet multiple trips, or you're using it internally in your warehouse, or you're shipping to um, locations 
within your company, or you just have the processes in place that you can recover that pallet and use it again, um, which we are finding more and more companies really wanting to move towards that reusable packaging, it actually makes that $50 plastic pallet less expensive than the $15 wood pallet. So some of the numbers, I'll just throw them out there a little bit and I won't go into great detail, but it'll give you kind of an idea of what we look at. So when we're looking at like, uh, we'll do what's called a cost per trip analysis for a company. And this is where we will kind of identify what their needs are, what they're using now. And we'll kind of get into the details of their business. So we'll want to understand what are they paying for their current wood pallet. In this case, for example, I'll give you an example of a, of a company we did this for. They're paying $15 for their wood pallet today. In this company, they are shipping 370 shipments daily from their distribution center. So we'll look at that and say, okay, they're shipping 370 shipments daily. In this case, we're able to look at that company and say, well, they're receiving in goods on pallets that they're then reusing those pallets. So they've got 100 pallets a day that they're able to put into their pool and use without having to pay for that pallet. So we'll factor that in and look at, the, well, they're actually purchasing 270 pallets per day. Then we'll get into, well, they sell the broken pallets back to their current provider. What do they get for those? About $1.50 a pallet. They may sell 100 pallets, 150 pallets a day back to their provider. We'll calculate all of this in um, and then look at what the scrap value is for that plastic pallet at the end, the initial investment, shrink. We put all of these numbers into our, our, our calculations but I'll give you an idea of what it costs. Like in this situation, $15 wood pallet versus a $55 plastic pallet. 370 pallets used a day, 270 purchased basically. Um, and what that equates to in regards to the true cost. So on the wood pallet, the cost per trip on the wood pallet in this scenario is $1.76 per trip. That's what it costs them for each trip they send out. On the plastic pallet, it costs 26 cents a trip. Wow. It's a huge difference. Wow. Um, one of the big drivers is that plastic pallet will get 200 trips versus maybe six to eight trips on the wood pallet. That's a really big driver. So for this customer, that equated to a $91,000 savings per year for this customer by switching from a $15 wood pallet to a $55 plastic pallet. Uh, hard to argue with those numbers. Uh, what else comes out of uh, Plastic Pallet Pro? It's not just pallet size, Tim. No, we, we actually do a lot of different things. So on, on the pallet side, we have many different styles and options available. Um, we also do some custom sizes. So if you need something that's not the norm, um, we can usually put something like that together. Some other things that we do, we'll do collapsible bulk bins. Um, we can do seed boxes for agriculture. We can do what's called a sleeve pack, which is oftentimes used in retail and, and, and even in some distribution. Um, and, and, and really, you know, right, right now I'm working with a customer that we are creating a mold for a, like a product, um, asset tag and it's just a small product, um, but they need it. And we're putting it together for another large beverage company. We've created a custom tier sheet and a custom pallet to be utilized in their manufacturing for sweeping cans onto a pallet. Um, so there's just a lot of things that we can do outside of just your traditional 4840 pallet. Um, from from crates to uh, to pallets, um, you name it, we, we've got the ability to to help you out in those areas. So. A lot of great information there. Uh, if the audience wants to go uh, crunch some of those numbers that you just went through, or, or find out about some of those other products, where can I send them? 
Oh, absolutely. First place you want to go is plasticpalettepros.com. It's our website. On on the site, you can see an array of products. If you don't see what you need, reach out to us. You've got the chat function right there um, where you can can chat with us live um, online at the moment. You've got contact us so you can email us. Um, very easily. And, and that's really probably the best way to get us. And we've also, you can read us at 1-877-651-7816. That's our phone number. So feel free to, to give us a call, go on our website, chat, contact us. We we're looking forward to hearing from you and I promise we'll respond. Sounds good. All that information will be in the show notes, the link and that phone number. Sam Dunham, thank you so much for your time today. Best of luck to you and to Plastic Pilot Pros. Stay safe. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate your time. Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly slash get il. That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game. The Inbound Logistics Podcast is a production of Inbound Logistics Magazine. For the most in-depth information around logistics, transportation, and supply chain practices, get your free print and digital subscription at inboundlogistics.com slash subscribe. Connect with us via LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for the most current developments in the industry. If you'd like to leave us some feedback or have a topic you'd like to see covered in a future episode, call our dialogue line at 888-878-3247 or leave us an email at podcast at inboundlogistics.com. I'm your host, Jeff Vita. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time here on the Inbound Logistics Podcast.